Stars, welcome back. So today I'm here with my good friend Arwen O'Neill and in this episode we're going to be discussing Saturn in Pisces. So um, Arwen, I think you have quite a little bit of information for us about this current transit. I did a bit of research, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting one. It's an, sure. yeah. yeah. So what can you tell us for Saturn in Pisces? Well, it uh, will be going, well, it, it actually did go into Pisces on March 8th, 2023. Right. And it will be there until March 24th, 2026. So that's a good a good three years, solid right solid. there. Uh, the last, uh, well, it was in Aquarius, obviously, previous to this, and that was from December 17th, 2020 yeah. to March 7th, 2023. So that's... Uh, that you know kind of gives you an interesting it's most of covid for example um you know all the th things that have happened um are kind of characteristic of saturn and aquarius and we you know don't have to talk about that but all righty yeah. so what what is this shift um how do how do we think it may be expressed well i mean obviously it's it's a big shift from aquarius to pisces they are very different signs uh, some of the sign changes tend to be, you know, kind of a little more flowing. I think yeah. like Virgo to Libra isn't all that jarring. Um, you know, Sagittarius to Capricorn is sort of a, you know, a little smoother. But but Aquarius to Pisces, that's a jarring one. And then, you know, Pisces to Aries is another like very jarring kind of uh, kind of transit. So it's, yeah. uh, I think definitely um, we will see some some different you know sort of feeling of uh like uh, well first of all obviously let's talk about what saturn means okay what is saturn um saturn is about restriction it's about limitation it's about structures mm -hmm. um government control tradition yeah if you if our listeners wanted to explore saturn a little more do you have any particular book that you'd like to recommend that they go to well obviously liz green's uh Saturn, a new look at an old devil. That's sort of the, the OG. Um, she's yes. definitely, um, you know. It's a classic. It's a classic, it's for a sure. Classic. Yeah. There's probably been some written since then. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, some things are, are classics for a reason. Interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, great. Yeah. So Pisces, obviously, is a water sign. It's it's the, you know, wateriest of the water signs. It's uh, It's about... Uh, creativity, spirituality, sort of addiction, religion, um, water, <laughs> for yes, sure. Yes. Uh, a lot of interesting things around water sort of occur in uh, flowing and morphing. Yeah, you know. exactly. And uh, and that sort of dissolving of boundaries. And and Saturn is about boundaries. So right. it's, so this uh, is it's like an interesting. To clash yes of meanings so saturn's trying to make boundaries but pisces is saying no no let's not have any interestingly yeah Ooh. yeah so we we have weird sort of uh oxymoron type of things yes. that, that come up like uh like spirituality and religion um but then we have um you know sort of uh authoritarian you know religion and and the sort of um you know very structural religion sort of uh returns to traditional values right. and and that kind of thing um so things that seem like they're in conflict or or their meanings are sort of um opposite but uh but really they you know we do see them a lot in 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 society um 
we have water issues that come up, environmental issues with water. Um, but there's a lot of environment, environmental regulations that occur around water when, um, when Saturn is in Pisces. So policies and regulations about water pollution, for example, or, or you know, possibly about bridge uh, retrofitting. You know, okay. so protecting Dam walls or dams and yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you know, water. Uh, what do they call them? The, the water walls, the viaducts. Uh, yeah. We're like in in the Netherlands or whatever, where they oh. have the yeah, <laughs> so, um, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Things like that, levees, levees, whatnot, um, or or just regulations that protect waterways. Okay. Um, so things like that. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's interesting that you talk about um, traditional over spirituality because what I was actually thinking about mm. as you were saying that was this uh, this coronation we're having of Charles. King Charles is getting a right. He's, it's his coronation, and which is traditionally um, done. It's been done the same way for like ten thousand years or something, yeah. and now um, he's changing things and he's making adjustments mm. and he's um, bending the rules. Um, to suit 2023, which is kind of interesting. And there's quite a lot of people who've got a lot to say about it on both sides of the argument. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was an aside. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What sign is he? Uh, I believe he's a Scorpio. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Another thing that's a, a very Pisces sort of aspect of, of society is art and creativity. Right. And of course, Saturn brings challenges and restrictions to whatever it touches. And art is definitely being challenged in one way that we know right now, which is this whole AI art thing. Um, it's and, amazing what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, where is the artist going to be if you can just call up any kind of, you know, creation in at the snap of a, of a, well, at the tap of a finger, <laughs> whatever yes, you want to yes, say, yes. Um, at, at the prompt that, you know, that uh, where's authorship, where is identity, all of these things. And um, that kind of challenge is is definitely already happening in the art world. And, um, you know, what's, what's going to happen over the next couple of years while Saturn is in Pisces and, and this challenge is, is occurring to Do you think they're going the to bring in some restrictions about... Um, you know, if you if the AI created the art, you can't hang it in the gallery I mean, and say it was yours. There are surely going to be restrictions and laws and lawsuits. Right. Lawsuits are already beginning to happen over oh. over um, authorship and uh, you know people who feel they've been defamed by the chatbot. Oh. <laughs> people who feel like uh, you know they're they're being represented by the AI in a way that's unflattering. They're suing for libel. Um, you know, and and obviously artists are are trying to find ways of, of either putting restrictions in or suing or or somehow digitally signing things or, um, yeah, I, I, who knows where this will go? Gosh. But it's a really interesting time. Yes. And also, uh, you know, as one of the things that Pisces does is, you know, Saturn in Pisces uh, could be like a return to some sort of traditional forms of art. Or right. communal forms of art, right. which is a very you know Piscean thing. So you know, dance, um, classical you know classical forms of art, mm -hmm. um, different things like that. Um, also, psychedelic art is an interesting kind of you know Piscean take on on okay. art that's have had a huge resurgence. Um, collaborative art forms, ecstatic or spiritual art forms, mm -hmm. is uh, another possible way that this could be playing out. And, uh, yeah, 
that uh, is going to be really interesting to watch. And it, it also leads to, you know, the need for novel approaches and novel, you know, more creativity. So obviously there's a challenge, but there's also innovation that comes from, from the challenge and the restriction, as it always does in, right. in art and That's in right. human, human, human endeavors. Yeah. I've always thought that the art that um, when, when sand's going through there is like, like murals on a wall where oh, you've got yeah. this massive wall and multiple people could like contribute to Absolutely. these murals. We've got an awful lot in our city. That's amazing. Um, I love them. I, yeah. I've actually, I, I will frequently stop and take pictures of the, the murals. And that's a, that's something that can't be done digitally. Like That's right. Yeah. And like it's someone concrete. Must, it's, it's, yeah. just, it's the sand thing. Yeah. The wall yeah thing literally concrete. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. And one more thing that uh, that I'm seeing as a possible thing that's going to be coming up in the next couple of years is is collective unconscious. And, mm. you know, Pisces being this, this watery sort of subterranean, subconscious, unconscious sort of energy. And Saturn... Saturn influencing that or, or Pisces influencing the Saturn, however you want to say. Um, so there could be a lot of social and politi- political issues coming up around mental health, addiction, uh, neurodivergence, and collective trauma, PTSD, what have you. These um, The psychedelics that are now being used to treat PTSD, that's okay. a really interesting thing. So the government is now sanctioning, um, especially for war veterans, uh, the use of psychedelic medicines to, to bring people out of um, the you know, trauma that they had from being in war. Yes. Which is this fascinating, I think, very sort of Saturn and Pisces thing where you're saying, okay, so these things that we've vilified, these medicines, these these chemicals, these plants that we've vilified for, you know, now dozens of years and said like this, you'll go to jail forever. (laughs) But now we're saying, okay, maybe these can be actually used to treat people and, and bring them out of this horrible crippling trauma and depression from being in war, which is an amazing, I think, convergence of, of history and yes. these energies, which is... So are you really... saying you think that there's going to be relaxing on, on the um, the laws or the, Absolutely. how the government is dictating the use of these 100%. products? 100%. And I'm, we're already seeing it, for sure. Yeah, yes, it's, yes. It's fascinating and, I think, long overdue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, uh, like, it, this is also an interesting time in, you know, talking about the collective unconscious where it's it's not even an unconscious thing, but the the collective sort of experience of uh, escapism and manufactured realities as maybe a coping mechanism for the you know the trauma of just dealing with everyday life. Yes. So massively multiplayer video games is one thing. Um, meta, the metaverse. This yeah. is <laughs> whatever you think of, of Meta as a company, as a concept. Um, it's happening. Virtual reality has been promised for like uh, you know decades now. Exactly. It's yeah. here. Yeah. And what could be more Saturn Pisces than like a technology that allows you to enter into like a collective reality that's yes. that's not really real, but it right. you know it's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So I think that's uh, that's definitely another. Another Saturn and Pisces thing. So, are you thinking that more and more people are going to be like, dare I say, sucked into these things rather than living with, in the real world almost, that these like video game types environments will be more appealing to a place to be 
rather than having to to struggle with the well, realities of it's kind of like, like how escapism. It, I mean, yeah, but it's kind of like how COVID forced us all indoors, and yes. and then we found ourselves on Zoom in you know in Zoom meetings with <laughs> with all of the invasive you know, <laughs> pervasiveness of, yes. of like a twenty four hour uh, you know work day in some cases for some people and and in some companies. And and then you know never being able to turn it off like what could be more Pisces <laughs> than that like the the metaverse has you you know it's true um, yes. yeah but but at the same time it, it there are escapist uh, you know like uh, what's the word recreational forms of that and okay. these you turn off one screen and then you enter the other screen and that's your you know your other. 12 your to 16 hours here. Yeah. Yes. You need never go outside again. <laughs> well, you know, it's, and it sounds tempting at times, I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some people were obviously all too ready to enter that anyway. You know, I mean, I don't think that's everybody. I don't certainly think that that's, um, you know, it's not something that's going to tempt people who are already, you know, outdoorsy and just, you know, going out and hiking and biking every day. And, you know, they're not going to suddenly be like, oh, I need to play World of Warcraft (laughs) every minute of every day. Um, But but yeah, these things, obviously, um, all the screens are, are, you know, tempting our attention and and being made to be addictive in ways that... Seductively addictive. Absolutely. Yeah. The algorithms, um, you know, they exist to to grab your attention and to keep your attention as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, it's an interesting thing to think that these companies and, uh, you know, they, they exist in a way to create addiction, which is a, yes, a Piscean yes. uh, thing. And then, um, sorry to cut you off there, but then the, um, as, as Saturn is going through Pisces, uh, which, which signs do you think it's actually going to affect more than others? Or is everybody going to be affected in the same way, would you say? Well, I mean, definitely not everyone's going to be affected the same way. Right. It's hard to predict. Everyone's chart is different. Obviously, yeah. these are these are broad energies. Like everything from Saturn on out is is a generational yes. or like a transpersonal yes. um, planet. But if you've got, say, you, say you've got the Sun in Pisces, it's definitely going to come your way, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, then you have Saturn conjunct your Sun at some point, which oh. is, you know, that's. Yeah, that's something to for sure like, always be aware of. You want to know where where those planets are, where they're going to be touching your chart. Um, and even if you don't have anything in Pisces, you everyone has Pisces somewhere in their chart. Correct. So maybe you have Pisces yes. rising, or maybe um, you know Pisces is on your midheaven, and it's going to be touching your your uh, the midheaven, obviously being your career yes. or your yes. your um, you know expression in the world, your um, your face to the to yeah. the world, or your you know your career. Yes. Um, so it's interesting as these planets are transiting through the ch- through the chart, yeah. and they're all moving all the time. But yeah. some are more heavy hitters, and I think Saturn is one of those planets for sure. Yeah, I think that's on its business card. Saturn, the heavy hitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perhaps it is. Perhaps yeah. it is. Yeah. Do you have anything in Pisces at all? Though? No, no, neither do I. <laughs> so <laughs> dodged a bullet there. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, for, I think for those who do have planets, or, or um, yeah. In Pisces, it will it will be Saturn's coming calling. Yes, yeah, definitely. and it's not necessarily a bad thing either. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think back to when Saturn was going through. Let's see, where would it have been really impactful for me? 
When it went through Scorpio, I suppose, right? Yeah, and when was that? Oh, it must yeah, have we been can... a while. Like, we, can't, we don't know. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Saturn takes around 30 years, right, to get yeah. all the way through the Zodiac. Yeah. So um, the last time it was in Pisces was, what, 30 years ago, really? Yeah, and okay, so this is the thing. I mean, what, what you want to make sure to look at in your chart is where you have Saturn. If you have Saturn in Pisces, you're coming up for a Saturn return. Big, that big is thing. that is a big thing. It's a big thing. I distinctly and vividly remember literally the day of my first Saturn return. <laughs> and right. I say first because my second is coming up in a few years, whatever, oh, right. whatever. Right. Um, haven't really marked it on the calendar yet, but it's looming. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the very, and my, my Saturn is in Cancer. And uh, that was a year. Holy crap. That was, <laughs> I remember the day actually. And I came home and I was like, what is happening? I was in tears. I was hyperventilating on the street, like just walking home from an appointment. And and I got home and I was like, what is happening? And I looked and it was literally that day that my Saturn <laughs> return had hit, so to yes. speak. Yeah, I will never forget. But uh, it doesn't always happen that way for people. It frequently um, does, though. But yeah. It's got the reputation, doesn't it? For the sure. Return. Yeah, it's one so of those So those things. of you who've got uh, Saturn in Pisces, you're, you've got a return either just happened or... Yeah. And these looming. are people who are like in their late 20s to, to 30, 28 mm-hmm. to 30 years old-ish, which... You know, obviously that is... Or 60-ish as well. Right, exactly. Yeah. Second Saturn return. And, you know, these are these are sort of pivotal times anyway, right? Yes, like uh, in our society. Yeah, yeah, turning those ages. Yeah, I Ending. think we, we need to, um, in the future, we'll definitely have a, a, a chat about Saturn returns in, yeah. in great detail as well because there's actually a lot to it there. For sure. Many people actually turn to astrology at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So look at your chart. <laughs> Absolutely. Know yeah. where your Saturn is and yeah. uh, what you've got in Pisces, because this is going to be affected now. Yeah. Would you say that with Saturn going through Pisces, say if you had the moon in Pisces, that, oh, you, it would just nonchalantly go by, or are we mm. going to know about this transit? I mean, it's interesting that you use the moon as an example, because as I've, I've said, I think a few times, um, the moon, I, I don't really notice in, in my chart. My chart has... <laughs> My chart, my the moon is like not connected to anything. It's it's it loosely it's loosely conjunct my sun. They're both in Virgo, but there's like ten degrees separating them. Right. Um, some people know exactly where the moon is all the time. They can okay. feel it when it's full. They know everything about I the moon agree. in their chart. And for me, it's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say it's definitely a thing for some people. It depends on how connected you are with yes. the planets that yes. you have in Pisces. If you have the moon in Pisces and you are very connected to it, it's touching all kinds of other things in your chart. I would say definitely be prepared for some upheaval yeah. um, or restrictions even. Obviously mm-hmm. upheaval isn't really a Saturn word, but uh, but yeah, I mean, be prepared for it's some restrictions, some yeah. limitations maybe. Um, I dare I say like, you know, be careful with your taxes you don't want to get audited <laughs> what are saturn things like you know the government intrusion yeah like you um want to make sure that you've kind of done everything right you know that you're not yeah. you know inviting any kind of uh restriction or or um intrusion into your way of life yes, you yes. know it, um, to go back to you know the moon what you were just saying and mm. i too i have to say i'm very much a solar girl yeah. i know where the sun is what's spotting and when they when the equinoxes and yeah. solar eclipses, but the moon, I'm not tracking it. Um, it just doesn't, as you say, it just doesn't um, yeah. appeal to me um, astrologically much. Interesting. Yeah. 
So now, um, just uh, one other thing that I was thinking of, that um, when you were last on the show, you were talking to us about how your when you launched into using astrology publicly, you actually gave a, a lecture at a conference about Neptune and Saturn. Mm. And um, I was wondering if maybe you could make that link available for our listeners. I would love to. It was about the opposition of, of Saturn and Neptune back in 2006. Okay. And uh, what's interesting about that now is that uh, they're not conjunct this time around, but they are both in Pisces. At, yes. this, at this time. Um, and they won't actually be conjunct again until the next time Saturn goes into Pisces, which is in uh, 2052. But they will be very close okay. uh, this time around because they are both in Pisces. And uh, and that is a really interesting energy. Obviously, the um, the opposition is different from the conjunction. Sure. Very, you know, similar, but but different. Uh, it's part of the same cycle. And, and obviously, the conjunction and the opposition are, are sort of the two, you know, the big the big aspects. That's right. So that would be great if we have yeah. uh, some of our listeners maybe wanted to dig a little deeper into what yeah. we're saying here and uh, find out a little bit more about the type of work you've been doing as well. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Great. It's a really interesting historical cycle. Like Saturn and Neptune are, are a fascinating, you know, kind of, it was called heavy water. So that's heavy that. water. <laughs> Saturn and Neptune, heavy water. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can still call it that now because Saturn's in Pisces, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, the two key words I came up were with limiting beliefs. Yeah. Um, which is the two combinations of the two, uh, but heavy water works just as well, actually, which is which is kind of interesting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Arwen. Well, uh, thanks so much for uh, joining us today, and uh, we look forward to having you on the show again in the future. Thanks so much, Alison. I look forward to it as well. Thanks so much for getting this far through the episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the two main options of my astrology services. So the first one is coaching. If you are an aspiring astrologer, and by that I mean someone who's perhaps a hobbyist astrologer or someone who's learning astrology or a student, or you've got a few books and you've been doing it for a while, but perhaps you need a little bit of help to bring it all together, then maybe getting some astrological coaching from me would be the answer for you. The astrology coaching I offer is a one hour session on Zoom and it's tailored to answer your particular questions. For example, if you have issues with natal chart readings, we can go there. Or if you're having problems working with your forecasting, we can go there. Or even basic astrology stuff, or even getting yourself organized for your astrology business. The idea is that astrological coaching will answer your particular questions. It's tailored specifically to you and where you are in your astrological journey. And I'm happy to help you out with some guidance about how you can get going, what to focus on and what to dismiss. So that would be the astrological coaching for people trying to learn astrology. The second astrological service I offer is consultations. So this is for someone who perhaps doesn't know anything about astrology, but they just want to have their chart read or get their chart done. Call it what you will. So once more, this is a one hour consultation over Zoom. I will interpret your chart, tell you about the main features, tell you about where the energy is flowing and all the rest of what is entailed in a thorough natal chart interpretation. I can also add in some forecasting in there too, bearing in mind we only have one hour. So just in summary, I've got coaching for people who want to learn astrology and I've got uh, consultations for those who want to get an astrology reading done. I'm Alison Price from Starsology.com. 
Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.